We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Losing it to Dumont. Up to center. A breakaway. Here comes Barnes. Clean cut breakaway. Shoot. Scores. Stu Barnes. Oh, and mackerel. Stu Barnes with a clean cut breakaway. And Buffalo wins it in overtime. Why was RJ so excited? Because he's RJ and he's always excited. But. History shows Buffalo hasn't ever had much luck against Colorado since the, when the honestly, even in the days of the Nordiques, we're not going to go there, but uh, 13 wins and 39 head-to-head meetings since 95-96. That was one of them. It just happened to have the Sabres all-time wins leader against the Avalanche in goal for Buffalo that night. That would be Marty Baron. Marty, yes. five and five and two lifetime against the Avs when you were a Sabre. No goaltender comes close. In fact, Ryan Miller never beat the avalanche as a member of the sabers he was oh three and three so there's a feather in your map as you had west a big one also the feather in my lap was the fact that i beat patrick watt who made 13 save on 16 shots in that game i actually was a whopping 33 out out of 35 so definitely and i think that's why i remember that game so much and as soon as we talked about colorado which i'm wearing my nordiques hat by the way for those watching on yeah did your head shrink or is that just a excessively that's a large big, cap? that's that's a very excessive large feather in my cap um but yes it's a it's a big boxy one but um i remember that game because I felt like we spent the first two minutes of overtime in our zone. The Colorado Avalanche were buzzing, buzzing big time. And then J.P. Dumont took a big hit on the wall to make the play to Stu Barnes. I was on my knees. I was down on one knee watching Stu Barnes on a breakaway from like more than half the ice, right? He skated all the way down and he scored. And I didn't even get up. I just stood there like with my knee on the ice, be like, I'm so tired. Thank God it's over. But yeah, that was a great moment. Uh, Stu Barnes with the goal, and uh, it was a, a big win. My, I think I, I was pretty successful against Patrick Roy in my career, so that was good. Yeah. Patrick not looking particularly stout on that uh, overtime big attempt five-hole. by Stu big Barnes. Five-hole. Big five-hole. Uh, Tage, as you might imagine, is the most prolific current Sabre against the Avs. He has five goals and eight points in four head-to-head games. Did you know that Evander Kane is the only Sabre in franchise history to have multiple game winners against the Avs? He has two of them, and... Right. Yes, and forever connected the Avs and Sabres because of June 26, 2015, when Buffalo acquired Ryan O'Reilly from Colorado for McGinn, with McGinn for Zadorov, Comfer, Grigorenko, 
and a pick that was later traded to San Jose, a first rounder in Jeremy Waugh. Just think that pick for San Jose could have turned into Ajo, Hints, Kaprizov, Troy Terry, but oh. allow that deal to uh, now rest in Sabres lore. So it's on not just to... Buffalo that we can look at, oh, they missed out on this player or they missed out on that player. There's Correct. a lot of other teams that do that. Of course. And the Avalanche history, probably not as deep with the Sabres as the Hawks history. Yes. Simply because of what we spoke of before the break. August 7th, 1992, Buffalo, Chicago finalized the deal. We've talked about it with Jerry Meehan before. Dominic Hasek comes over, and the rest is history. But Dom's not the all-time wins leader against the Hawks. Don Edwards did that. He's 9-4-2. But uh, honestly, Marty, this uh, this little topic of Buffalo and Chicago and teams of the day conjured up a unique memory for you. Yeah, so I, I, I've i got a photographic memory, moments and games, and I remember the Chicago Blackhawks played in Buffalo on December 13, 2002. And about three and a half minutes into the game, Alexei Zamnov came in on the breakaway, was hooked, lost the puck, and then old-time referee Paul Seward decided, you know what, I want to be a factor in this game. I'm going to call a penalty shot at center ice. I knew what Zamnov was going to do. Zamnov had done that a million times where he does the Peter Forsberg one-hand backhand around me. He's a left-hand shot, and he goes from right to left, draws me to my blocker side, and then pulls it. I knew he was going to do it. It's like, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Oh, crap. He's going blocker. Oh, no, he did it. And that was a penalty shot goal. That was one nothing at that moment. It then stayed one nothing until the last minute of the game. And I remember getting pulled for the extra att- attacker thinking, that's not going to be a one nothing game on a penalty shot. It can't happen. Well, mm-hmm. Miro Shatan came to the rescue with under 15 seconds left, just on the back door of Jocelyn Thibault. And this turned out to be not a scoreless tie, the second worst tie in hockey, a 1-1 tie. well they didn't have ties in the playoffs and uh, they never will and buffalo does have two playoff series victories against the chicago blackhawks including the quarterfinal series on their run to the cup final in 1975 sabers won that series 4-1 they would sweep the hawks four games to none in 1980 when they again came oh so close ousted only by the future dynastic islanders squad but uh yeah terrific playoff history albeit now long long time ago between buffalo and chicago but recent history still gives us one of our most (laughs) laughable moments ever of all 31 opponents of the sabers across the league now it was just two seasons ago when we witnessed the historic comeback against the hawks capped by tage thompson's broken stick offering so Tage Thompson on the power play goes one-timer. His, his stick explodes in his hand. The puck goes off the back wall, off of Kevin Lincoln and the goalie of the Blackhawks and into the net. Tage Thompson didn't even see the goal. He was on his way to the bench to gather a new stick. When he saw the bench celebrating, he turned around thinking, oh, maybe Skinner put it in. Maybe Middlestad put it in. Maybe Tuck put it in. No, they all came to Tage Thompson. But that's your goal, man. That's your goal. So unfortunately... That goal cost about $600 worth of sticks because Tate Thompson broke his stick, the defenseman broke his stick, and Kevin Lankinen decided to hack and whack his stick about five times on the post before it finally broke. 
Lankinen has uh, stabilized in his career and turned in a decent year in Nashville, but that yes. was the terrible conclusion to a game for him <laughs> as a member of the Hawks. Marty, by the way, went 2-1-1 one, one lifetime against Chicago as a member of the Sabres as he just glossed over very nicely that incredible 1-1 one, one game against Shamnoff and the Hawks back in the day. All right, Buffalo and Calgary as we continue teams of the day. Did you know that Taylor Fadoon and Barry Moore are the only Sabres to average two points a game lifetime against Calgary. Uh, Granted, those were extremely small sample they sizes. They played one game? Congrats to them on their one-game <laughs> showings against the Flame. Jack Eichel has a couple of OT winners. There is no playoff history between Buffalo and Calgary, but there is trade history. Yes. And, again, it's one of those... It, it's similar to the Hashik Chicago in that it kind of involved a third team. This one more directly so. July 3rd, 2003, the Sabres send Keith Ballard, who was still at this point a long ways away from starting his NHL career, yes. to the Avalanche for Steven Reinbrecht, who'd won a cup with Colorado in 2001. It's a good player. They, they then send Reinbrecht and Rhett Warner, our beloved Rhett Warner, to Calgary for Chris Drury. And Steve Bejan. Now, Bejan would never play. He was claimed on waivers that fall by Montreal. But nobody cares because it was all about the acquisition of Chris Drury. I cared because Bejan was a fantastic dude and would have fit in perfectly with us. We were sad. We only knew him for a train camp. I knew him before that because he, I played against him in the in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. And he was a good buddy of J.P. Dumont. But, um, yeah, Drury came in. Uh, definitely had an impact right from the get-go. He did not like in Calgary, and he came to Buffalo, and, oh, man, did we ever have some good team parties at the Drury House, um, one where the red wine spilled all over their beautiful white carpet. Roy Fitzpatrick may have spilled that one, and he felt so bad. He wanted to pay for the carpet, and we're like, Fitzy, he can pay for a new carpet himself. That's okay, so don't worry about it. Uh, but yeah, Drury, that trade really kind of like the Briere trade with Arizona uh, were two staples of uh, of the success that we had after the lockout of 04-05. Why did you have no success against Calgary? Oh, I hated playing Jerome McGinley. I hated playing those guys. And plus the referees were against me. Okay, so I go back to a game in Calgary, January 21st of 2006. Having a pretty good season that year. Ryan Miller was hurt. I won 13 in a row. I'm doing pretty good. I get to Calgary and we're tied 1-1 in the second period. The referees decide to give a five on three to Calgary early in the second. And Robin Regeer, as we show you on MSG right now, is in front of the net. He kicks the puck in the net. The referee right there says, good goal. Tim Conley's on the ice. He's like, that's kicked in. Jimmy McKee's on the ice, says that's kicked in. I'm doing the full kick motion to the referee after I had made a beautiful save on the back door and they go to video review and the goal the video judge in Calgary says it's a good goal by the way what? Kevin Pollock Kevin Pollock was the referee there and he and I always would talk about that and he says Marty it was out of my hand the video judge thought that Regeer got his sick on the puck when he swiped oh at my it gosh. but totally missed it right so that ended up being the game-winning goal. After the second period, we got an apology from the NHL saying that should never have counted. And they tried to give us a five-on-three later in the game. We couldn't score. We lost that game 4-1 in an empty net. Hated Calgary, but mostly because the referees were but always against us. You said that was the 05-06 season? Yeah. 
Okay, so do you know why that call went against you? Because the league was still indebted to Calgary for making up for what they felt was the slight in the Stanley Cup final of 2004, which would have won them the cup on home ice against the Lightning. Yeah, the the Nikolai Habibulin save on Marty Jelena was the puck over the line or not. Yes. I, I was already going. This is fascinating how it weaves itself into a story. I was already going to make reference to Calgary and Tampa because Mika Noronen in the 0304 season started his season with a shutout in Calgary. Yeah. The reason this was noteworthy was it was a Biron-esque shutout of 20 <laughs> saves or fewer. <laughs> now, but again, that's at the start of the year. He has a 20 save shutout against Calgary. The shots in the game were 20 to 18. This is an important history lesson Whoa. here, folks. The shots were 20 to 18 in the game. Do you know what the shots on goal were in the final game of the 2003-2004 Stanley Cup final between Tampa and Calgary, which necessitated an NHL lockout of more than a year? 17 to 14. 17 to 15 were the shots in favor of Tampa versus Calgary in game seven. This is history, folks. This is why it all melted down the way it did. The game wasn't entertaining. The league fought people on saying the game wasn't entertaining. Then they realized they did have to start making changes. We had research and development camps happening at a time when the league wasn't playing. Like this, this is amazing how you can, you can draw connections from the start of a season to the end of a season as to just how the game was or wasn't quite frankly being played at that point in time. I needed a change. And I go back to look at some of those clips, like that one, one tie against the Chicago Blackhawks. And I'm thinking, yeah. Oh my gosh, like a one, one tie. Like what's the entertainment value in that? Number one, it's a tie. Everybody goes home like, huh, we got a point. And number two, it's one, one. And that was yeah. about as many goals as you were going to get in the game. That's mm-hmm. just bad. Did you know that Keith Ballard was traded twice before he ever played in the NHL? Yeah, then he was traded to Arizona, right from yeah. Colorado. Yeah, I'd forgotten that that he was it was his third franchise before he actually made Minnesota, his NHL debut. Uh, played Ended in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Right? Ended yeah. in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I already. I Ballard already also that. took out the the head of Tomas Bocun <laughs> with a slash in Florida, <laughs> which prompted right. me to a Boston memory with Jeff Gilson almost doing the same to me last week. Right when we kicked off teams of the day. <laughs> See how it all comes together. Worth noting, just another reason why I love Gilbert Perrault. I mean, he absolutely decimated the Flames, uh, even, well, Atlanta or Calgary, but uh, Calgary yes. specific. He had 25 points in 16 games. So uh, there's a reason the legend lives. And uh, we were grateful for that. And by the way, in the Kevin Guesthouse uh, golf tournament I was in yesterday, we were group 11A. So don't think I didn't wear that proudly because 11 is the greatest number in Sabres franchise history. My opinion. Did you guys course. finish 11 under? 16, baby. Still no in way. Play. 16 under. Fontaine on the board. Yeah, we, we went to the rafters with our 16 and it was still not good enough. We were off what? by five strokes. <laughs> Wait, were, like, they, were they selling mulligans and, and Well, yeah, that's and the only that? reason we got to 16. Okay. But I think the group that got to 21 probably didn't need them because Sabres development coach Tim Kennedy was in that group. Oh, yeah. TK can hit it. Yeah, he's, he's pretty, pretty good. good. And the, the group that he's a part of has won the tournament four years in a row now. So anyway... On to the next, and we'll do that next here on Sabres Live on MSG.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.